Hello everybody, welcome to episode 20 of Boys in the Basement, coming to you from the subterranean underworld in the middle of Hampshire. It's a very different show for you from now on. We have entered an epoch that we have called the LAN era, life after North, because that <laughs> filthy country boy has wandered off to an island. But don't worry, because we've responded with acumen and with candour and with precision. Introducing our guest presenter for the show, it is Noble Jeff! Hello. Hey. How are you, Liam? Very good. And I like that you got a cheer from Mr. Swan. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it was a bit quiet there, wasn't it? Because yeah. Mr. Swan, he's been a presenter, but now he's a presenter and producer all in one. So introducing the new presenter, the new producer, it is Mr. Swan! Thank hey. you, Liam. Nice to see you. And nice to have Jeff here. You two have already got chemistry there, yeah. cheering each other with this all is the... Gonna work. I know, it's like being at a football match or something, you rowdy bunch of guys. Yeah, what a show we've got lined up for you today. We've got some really brilliant music coming up for you from Little Miss Higgins. We've also got the Riotis Brothers and the Excellent Cardinals, who, two of those guys I've seen live this week perform, and one of them I'm seeing perform in a week's time. So properly, this is me immersing myself in local music. That's pretty good. Two in a week. Well, should we just say that you can do that now because you're back? Yeah, what, two in a week? Are we still talking no, about no, bands? Yeah, or... we're talking about music. Ah, yes, okay. Yeah. Two in a week or two in a night if I'm good. Really? <laughs> are we still talking about bands? Yes. Yeah, yes. I yeah, like bands. Are, yeah. That music is coming up and uh, like I said, Mr. North isn't here for this show. For those who didn't listen to the last show or the show before that <laughs> or the show before that or if you've never listened before, we used to have a presenter called Mr. North but for other commitments, something to do with some brain surgery or some personality transplant he's having, he's had to go and live on is it Alcatraz? Yeah, it's somewhere where you can avoid tax and all sorts. It's a tax haven, isn't it? He's gone. Out with the old, but in with the new. How long's he gone for? About nine, yeah. ten months, isn't it? Is yeah. anyone is that official if we just guessed? Well, he's Hoping not too it. sure, is he? No, he doesn't know. He doesn't. So no one really knows. No, what no cares. one really knows. But for the duration of him not being here, what we're going to do for every show now is get a guest host in who will come in and fill the void, fill the hole, and uh, you know do all of the hard work that Mr. North used to do. Which annoyingly we've sort of realised in the last few days is actually quite a lot of work, wasn't it? Yeah, we should give him his credit. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, I'm sat in front of this desk. I haven't got a clue what any of these buttons do. <laughs> so far, it's going all right, I think. Yeah. Uh, you just had to press record. That was the easy part. But he went away, and when he said he was leaving, we weren't that bothered. No. <laughs> no, really. everyone was just like, oh, okay, uh, off he goes. But we realised that A, he was the landlord of where we record it. Yeah. B, he was the only one with a laptop that recorded the show. Yeah. I realised today that he's the only one who has the jingles, so we've had to, like, re-record all the jingles, people. <laughs> and actually, we, we had to buy a new laptop, like I said, we've had to lo- download all the software, and we kind of realised, actually, it was a lot easier when he was here. But I guess now that we've done but- that... We don't need him now. Yeah. We're over that now. Yeah, we're over this, this is a new work. era. And uh, it lasted a week, but you know, yeah. Yeah, it was. Well, it's only because we left it all to the last minute. We yeah, did true. know he was leaving for about a month, and then yesterday I thought, oh, better go get a laptop. We were in denial, weren't we, really? That's what it was. Yeah, that must have been to it. to come to terms with it. <laughs> but speaking of new landlords, luckily we've been in negotiations and the new landlords of the premises have allowed us to keep our basement, keep our studio. One of the landlords is in the room at the moment, so say hello, landlord. He's a mute. <laughs> Luckily, the new landlord is a mute. So in the negotiations about the new basement arrangements, they couldn't argue back. So luckily, all is good. We're also filming this entire show for the first time ever. So that we feels are. nice, doesn't it? It feels a bit... Do you feel a bit nervous with it there? Or I forgot it was there and instantly started slating Mr North. Yeah, well, yeah, mm. we do that all the time. Well, usually so, it's off air. Yeah, true. But true. now it's on camera. See, Liam, I'm doubly nervous. Because one, I've got to try and fill the hole of Mr. North, and two, I've got a camera on me. Yeah, it's on your back. It can't even see you. Well, I know it's there. Oh, okay. It's like looming, like a Grim Reaper. It's got you by the tail, and it's going to let you wiggle, but won't let you get away. It's good. It's nice. You like being on camera, mate. It's good for you. (laughs) I don't really have a camera face. 
That's really? why I'm you got face- your back to it. Now exactly. Brandy disagrees. Brandy, yeah, Brandy's a fan of uh, Noble Jeff. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, she likes Noble Jeff. She thinks you're a very handsome man. She very does. noble, she's lovely voice. Very noble, she's very me. charitable. You were on our first ever video blog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that time ago. Yeah. So you were on that. She liked you. She liked what she heard. She liked what she saw. Have confidence. Have belief. Because oh. you are Jeff, the best a man can get. Do you know what I did there? Oh. Yeah, that Mrs. was very good then. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Swan looks on. If <laughs> I was Mr. North, I'd tell you off about, so, you know, the, the levels are a little bit high there, but oh, okay. I, I won't be that anal and we'll just oh. get on with the show, shall we? <laughs> yeah, actually true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to worry. I'll tell you what, it's nice in his house now because A, it's warm. The new landlords have definitely improved things, I think. Yeah. No uh, disrespect to Mr. North. Well, actually, that is <laughs> totally disrespect. But I'm quite open about it. It's, it's warmer in here, it's more homely. Yeah, definitely. It's really homely now. And all they've done is put the heating on. Yeah, pretty that much. was a big change. <laughs> That's <laughs> all it needed. All we ever needed was heating. There's food in the house now as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've yes. got a sweet cupboard, oh, new landlords. Good. What, a yeah, whole cupboard? Good. A whole cupboard of sweets. Whoa. There was cake. The, the new landlords have got a cake just in case people drop round. Brilliant. So I've dropped round three times in the last <laughs> four days. Is there any cake left? Ah, I think Mr. Swan had the last slice. No, I didn't have it. Oh, I yeah, there's it. a slice still left. one slice left. Fight amongst, <laughs> fight amongst yourselves, boys. Oh, I let Jeff have it. He's the I'm guest. off. Because there's a, now a lady living in the house as well, so there's a woman's touch. There's yes. flowers in the window. Yep, definitely. There's pictures on the wall. Yep. There's um, a, a gun I've seen <laughs> in the kitchen. There's a handgun. <laughs> An ornamental spear in the front room as well. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I and like the, that. And the Hitler books have been taken out of the window. Ah, yes. They've taken out the bookcase and put in the window. <laughs> <laughs> Just with Mr. North's Guernsey address on the front of them. <laughs> if this causes offence, please contact. <laughs> no, don't worry. Actually, do you know what? Mr. North phoned me today and it was he said, are you recording a show tonight, guys? And it was almost like he was checking up on us. Oh. Still in the producer role. But he said to me, he said, guess where I am now? I'm standing on a World War II German bunker. <laughs> So already he's playing to type. And Fantastic. Then he, and then he proceeded to say, he said, I am on the lookout for a Jersey cow, and if I see one, I will send you a photograph. So that's his mission well, whilst he's there. Well, for that. Are they much different to our cows? I think so, because their milk is creamier. Is that reflected <laughs> in their appearance? I guess a, a sort of creamier in appearance. Um, and, and yeah, because he said he's only seen, he only thinks he's seen one so far, but he assumes there must be more. Oh, he must be having bags of fun. <laughs> yeah. Counting cows. He's got an I Spy Jersey book out there. Just ticking everything off as he goes. Jersey cow, bunker. Nazi bunkers. And that's it. Because whilst he's out there, he's doing a feature. He's going to be doing his regular feature that we sort of initially called Podcast Away. And he's going to do Tales from the Islands. So that's his initial tale, is he's looking for a cow and he stood on a bunker. Can't wait for the next instant. <laughs> Rip roaring yarn. Yeah. No, he so, said he was on a beach and he said he really, really liked it. Oh. Yeah, well, uh, whilst we all sort of think about him wandering down a beach looking for a cow, it's time for us to play our first song of the show, and it ties in nicely with what I did last night. Guess what I did last night? Went to a gig. I did go to a gig, and it was nice. Good. <laughs> and the band I saw, the Riotous Brothers, who launched their new album, and it's a fantastic album, an album of sort of sleazy blues and deep south rockabilly, and I thoroughly have enjoyed listening to it today, so I'm going to play the first track off that album, have a listen to this, and afterwards we'll come back and talk about some really good stuff. I was just a boy in Tennessee
Artist Brothers there with the song Don't Stop Me Now and what a song it is. It's off of their new album which I got for free last night called Shout It Out and uh, it's just a, an absolutely fantastic album that you can just rock out to and that is music to seduce women with because at the gig I went to last night women loved it. They were falling at their feet so if you want to seduce women learn to play that sort of music and go through years <laughs> of training, development or just buy the album and put it on and then women will be seduced. That's what I would say to you and if you want to find out a little bit more about them writersbrothers.com there you go, I did well there, promoting that. That was good, yeah, and they'll be pleased with that. And the um, the album's really clever, because the actual CD, which is in our CD player at the moment, uh, is like designed like a record. I think I showed our landlord, and he was most impressed. How did he convey that to you, if he's mute? He sort of, he smiled, and then a, a single <laughs> tear <laughs> fell down his face is into that his cup of Lapsang Souchon, <laughs> and I've never seen him so happy. The other landlord has joined us in the room now. Yes, the landlady. The landlady. The lady, is, is the landlady going to give us a hello? Yay! Yay! There we go. There we go. That's our new landlords introduced fully. <laughs> That's their whole characters are fine. We've got a mute and a cheerful woman. And she's very cheerful because we found out today that she's soon to be the owner of two guinea pigs called Snuffles and Truffles. Aww. I didn't know that. Did didn't you not? No, I didn't know that. We didn't know that. It's a true story. Congratulations. That's, that's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she's giving birth to them. We're going to have a guinea pig shower, which sounds like odd. It would like Very rain odd. in guinea yeah, pigs. I don't like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, we need to talk about something quite serious now. Because you know that idiot that used to present with us, Mr. North, on his last uh, show. Yes, yes. Yeah. He got a yeah. little bit drunk, didn't he? A little bit, just a bit. Yeah. And he got a bit rowdy. Yep. And in his rowdy anger, he attacked Noble Jeff. Yes. He, he actually said. Noble Jeff, and I quote, Noble Jeff is a farce. And we thought this was unfounded and unreasonable. So Jeff, to prove how noble he is, just today he opened an orphanage. (laughs) And then he joined a gym. I did. And you were very noble at the gym, weren't you? I was. What did you do at the gym that was noble? (laughs) Do tell us. What can you do at a gym that's noble? Well, you tell us. You tell us, because you you are noble, Jeff. Anything you do is noble. (laughs) Well, I did an awful lot of running, cycling and rowing. Are you in good shape? 
no. <laughs> it proved to me how out of shape I am. Mm, how did it go? Did you have like a trainer or something? We did for the first half an hour. Mm. And then I think he got bored. <laughs> he wasn't bored impressed of with your physique. To finish things. We, he sat us down on a rowing machine and said, right, off we go. Row 2,000 metres. We did about 1,000 metres in over five minutes. And we were completely worn out. And that's when he turned to us and said, well, that was the warm up. So I don't think it's going to go very well. We agreed. Well, he's um, obviously a great motivator then. Yeah. He just told you in your first session, well, there's no point. It's Imagine if he was work. the actual Mr. Motivator. Do you oh, remember him? Be, oh, of course I remember him. From GMTV. GMTV, yeah. What's he doing these days? Uh, he must be dead. No. He was quite really? old. Was he? By the end of it, yeah. He was <laughs> but, pretty old. He must have been worn out. Uh, what, so he just wore away to nothing? My mum actually had a Mr. Motivator uh, Get Fit video Ooh. that she used to do in the front room. Did it have contact details on it? I don't remember. We, could you do some it. research and we find out? We could get him on the show. If anyone knows <laughs> where what happened to Mr. Motivator, contact us. And I'll tell you this, right? I was speaking to him, when I spoke to Mr. North on the phone here and said, hey, mate, can you try and send us some of the jingles you've gone off to the channel lines with? He said, what address shall I email it to? He had no idea what my email address was. And I'm sure that I mentioned it at least five times a show. More than that, you probably. Do. Yeah, and he said, what's the address? And I said... Liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com, he went, huh. It's the same as his, just with your name in <laughs> yeah. front of it. Yeah. It's just like... Oh, poor boy. I wonder how he made it to the Channel Islands, to be honest. Maybe. Yeah. Are we sure yeah. he has? Yeah, maybe he's just gone to the Isle of Wight. <laughs> he's got the wrong island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's not seeing any Jersey cows. Because yeah. he's nowhere near it. He's not even on island, he's just gone to that one in the middle of Petersfield Lake. <laughs> he's like, oh, it is a delight, this island, it's about four metres by five. <laughs> Yeah, email me, Liam at boysandbasementpodcast.com if you know the whereabouts of Mr. Motivator. And if you are Mr. Motivator and you are listening to this, and if you're not dead, get in touch. If you are dead, don't get in touch because that would be a well awkward interview. Yeah. Would any of our American listeners know who Mr. Motivator is? Good Did point. Because there's only certain people who would know who he is. We could put something on the website, can we? Yeah. yeah. A picture. As a, he's basically, he was like an exercise guy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He's is that a good description? Guy, but he was quite old. Uh, was he that old? He was quite See, old. I don't think he was that old. He was. Really? I remember if he had a proper grey tash. He used to have a massive tash. I that's, think you, that's all you remember. I think you're thinking <laughs> of Uncle Albert, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Albert. He wasn't black. Don't be racist. It was just a statement. Was it a statement or Sorry, was it it's racism? This, it's this chair that North sits in. There's just racism coursing through it. <laughs> He's left some latent sort of <laughs> racism. But Mr. Motorbet, I went to see him once at Fairham Shopping Centre when I was about seven. He did a live performance. Oh, and I remember brilliant. he was very ebullient, very full of it, very full of life and he used to just he used to get people jumping up and down in front of their TV for 10 minutes every morning yeah that was essentially his job that was all he did yeah but he was good at it I'm sure Americans must have equivalent of that if you are American and specifically probably was asking Brandy Brandy is there anyone in America who's like an exorcist not an exorcist because <laughs> that's something no. totally different an exorcist let us know like someone you get on your TV and gets people to jump up and down and release fitness videos and stuff like that if you know Brandy let us know and speaking of Brandy she emailed the show did she yeah, the email she sent us was very lovely because Mr. North last show actually said, why did Brandy not send me a goodbye email? Because she's been a super fan, she's emailed every week, and then in the week that everyone else sent fan mail, she didn't. But literally, the day after we recorded the show, I got an email from her saying this. Mr. North will be incredibly missed by me. I will long for the days of your endless teasing of him, and who else will make it so easy for you? So who will be replacing Mr. North? Surely finding another Nazi-loving drunken man will be quite difficult. I can't wait to hear your next episode. You're American, Brandy. So that's kind of quite a nice goodbye message, wasn't it? 
It well, was. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and saying he's irreplaceable, but only because he likes Nazis <laughs> and he drinks a lot. It's quite a small <laughs> target I like audience. It. I think it's good. So that's Brandy. They get in touch with the show. Thank you ever so much, Brandy. How do we even get on to talking about Brandy? What? She's going to help us out to track down the American Mr. Motivator. Oh yeah, why are we talking about Mr. Motivator? Because Jeff went to the gym. Ah, Jeff went yes. to the gym, and he needed to be motivated because you just ended up smoking, didn't you? I did have one or two cigarettes. Yeah, did they even have a smoking area at the gym? Were they so taken aback they had to physically designate you your own personal one? They did pretty much make us a smoking area. They've they given just, you they, your own smoking well, area? Well, they ushered us down a corridor and opened a fire exit and, and said, there you go. And then shut it behind you so you couldn't get back <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. Like, so, Thanks for your money, see you later. On your induction day, <laughs> yeah. anywhere we can smoke, where's the vending machines? <laughs> where's the bar? Because um, you go this way, please. Yeah. And they just opened a door into like a giant drop. Pretty much. Because Jeff is actually getting his way quite eagerly through vodka, this show, and oh, energy drink, and he's popping pills now as oh, well. I'm not popping but I had a bit of heartburn, so I thought... Well, why did you have heartburn? Healthy dinner, was it? <laughs> where did That's you go for dinner? Enough. Well, I went where you two went. Oh. Uh, no, hey, oh, well, we were there for so research. Research purposes. Checking yeah. on Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Just checking he was all right. Oh. Well, this one's giving the game away. We might have gone to McDonald's for dinner. We well, did. Well, we may as well just admit it. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong Everyone with that. Everyone knows how much... Because oh, for us, it's a one-off. But when we got there, Jeff was on his sixth go-round. <laughs> <laughs> he went with a yeah. fairground ride. Right <laughs> round, baby. Trying, right to do, round. trying to do a different voice each time you go <laughs> around, just to sort of <laughs> make it a little bit less embarrassing. Wearing a different moustache each time. Yeah. But we should... Should you say, Liam, should we... What's happened to the Big Tasty? <gasps> yeah, fans, what has happened to the Big Tasty? Fans know that we love the Big Tasty. We do love. Uh, other burgers are available. Of course. Um, we went there today and... They've stopped it. It's just been stopped. And that woman at the thing tried to offer me a quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah, she said that's the equivalent now. And I just looked at her, disgusted, and then was physically sick into the cash window <laughs> and then punched her and walked off. That was, that was how it happened. Is that, that was how... Yeah. Well, was like, that, we drove off. Oh, we drove yeah, off. That was it. No one was punched. No. So how come you have a go at me for having a McDonald's when you phoned me and said... Let's go to McDonald's. And oh, it was a no, test. No, because now, it was a test. And now you're kicking off because they didn't have like I'm the biggest burger off. in the world. I'm just giving facts to people to make their own judgments. <laughs> we think people will miss the Big Tasty. I miss all. it already. I've I gone mad. Yeah. I had to have a, what's it called, a Big Mac? I mean, yeah. Small Macs and other sorts of Macs, iMacs and all that. iMac is all available. If you like your Macs, you don't just have to stick to Big Macs. But it's just not the same as a Big Tasty because it doesn't have the sauce. No. The Big Tasty was all about the sauce. All about, and it was big. Yeah. It was so big. Yeah, and it was tasty. It was the most perfect. Oh, we're going thing. on too much now about no. this. I'm getting upset. Oh, it's going to be you're emotional. Not, you're not going to be... kidnap Ronald McDonald, are you? Well, funny you should say that. We did get some blueprints for that guillotine that those people used. Because <laughs> a few shows uh, ago, we had a news story about some people who kidnapped a statue of Ronald McDonald and then threatened to kill him because they were unhappy with, I don't know, some shoddy service in a restaurant yeah, somewhere. Yeah, something to do with that. Yeah, we didn't really look at the detail. Um, and then they actually decapitated him in a full-blown Al-Qaeda-style video. So maybe we should sort of... What, do that with what? Another Ronald McDonald. <laughs> or who were his little cronies used to hang around with? There was that big purple one, wasn't there, with the legs? Not Jeff remembers. Oh, Jeff I, I don't, to that. <laughs> I don't remember that one, but there was the burglar, wasn't there? The hamburger. The hamburger. And then there was a burger with feet, and then there was like a big purple monster. It looked like a jelly bean. What was uh, he then? He was some sort of giant. Uh, he looked like a testicle, but I don't know if he. It wouldn't have been a testicle because it was aimed at children. And if you're designing a perfect children's cartoon character, you don't instantly go towards genitalia as your reference point. But there was a big purple thing. Tell you what, shall we play a song so we can research it? 
off air and then the fans can I think we probably find should. out. So we're going to play a song and we don't want to belittle this song this song's really good but whilst this song's playing we're going to be researching who the giant purple testicle was. This song's by Little Miss Higgins and she's coming to play in Petersburg soon on the 7th of April and I have found her and I love her. I love her like I've never loved anyone before. Have a listen to her song. It is called Bargain Shop Panties and it's all about the trials of finding knickers essentially. So have a listen and afterwards we'll be back and we'll let you know who that giant purple testicle was. Well I went over to Watrous to the little bargain shop Set up in a Quonset off the Main Street half a block They've got bargain shop panties Oh bargain shop panties So lovely so divine I buy them all the time My bargain shop Higgins there with the song Bargain Shop Panties and it's uh, had a bit of a blues vibe to it sort of a blues meets 50 sort of that sort of style which ties in nice with the first song we played we're having a bit of obviously a, a rockabilly special this show retro. I liked it I thought it was good Yeah, is I'll... that going to be recreated in the pub where she's performing yeah because shees playing in the square brewery in like a week and a half's time yes. 7th of April and Mr Swan's just announced that he's going to come along with me to that I'll be, oh I'll be there yeah because yeah, you heard it was free and you were like well, no, hey. no 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 I said <laughs> I would be coming before that and then the free bit was just That's a just nice the, surprise the, yeah the cherry on top I think they do it on a they do donations so you turn up and you don't have to buy t- tickets which oh. I think is quite clever yeah that's good because people will have a good night and then they'll be more in the mood to just lob their money in a bucket yeah no I like that but you know it means you can take the risk you can go along without having to commit no I like that and yeah. she looks like a very bubbly very upbeat person I'm hoping that we'll get to do an interview with her as well using Mr Swan's new tripod 
that he's got. Yes, yeah. new tripod, which the show some is being people, recorded on. Some people have called him the human tripod, but he's gone out and brought his own <laughs> tripod to put the camera on. Thank you, Liam. Yeah, it'll cost me a lot less. What, emotionally? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's a tripod for us to put our camera on. And Mr. Swan, you were really excited when you first put the camera on the tripod, oh, weren't you? I'm very excited, because it just it looks the part. Oh, it sounded like North End. <laughs> I, I was so excited about it. But it did look the part. It looks good. It looks good up it there. It does look good. Um, in the corner. And mm. I'm excited about taking it out and about. When you and Jeff do your little feature. Yeah, which yes. is in... Which is going to start in production soon. Yeah, because I was excited because you mentioned this like on the show about three, four shows ago, was yeah. it? Yeah. And you thought nothing would come of it. Yeah, didn't you? I yeah. thought this is just going to be that usual half-hearted, lackadaisical <laughs> approach that these two boys often have to things. But you've properly got on it, haven't you? Oh, yeah. You've brought a new yeah. camera. Yeah. A high-definition camera. High-definition camera. Yep, you brought a laptop. Yeah. And ironically, me and Mr. Swan went out on the same day to the same shop and we both brought a new camera and a new laptop on the same day. And we think we might have actually brought the same laptop. I think we did. <laughs> Even we, though we didn't know we, we were we doing have, it. That shows how badly we communicate sometimes, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> so now we've gone from having no laptop <laughs> to now having two identical laptops. Haven't we, haven't we got three cameras? now three cameras that's two brilliant. laptops it's brilliant. like the start of a sitcom i told you when we'll, we'll have to do three get, laptops get all three two cameras, cameras all three cameras set up in here have yeah. one focused on each host and then people can choose between which host they want to watch yeah so we're yeah. gonna have the swan cam. cam jeff cam jeff cam that sounds brilliant parton cam i don't like that as much as jeff cam jeff cam that means we've got to have jeff on all the time or just find guest hosts called jeff no, or Jeff can just take the camera home and we just film him doing day-to-day tasks. Is that going to so, be interesting? <laughs> I don't know. Is Jeff opening a cupboard? <laughs> Is so Jeff shutting filming, a cupboard? Whilst you're filming, you'll be filming me sat at home playing on PlayStation or something. Yeah, that's not all you do, though, is it? You're very noble. You're obviously out sort well, of administering to young sort of children on the street. Because you're like well, one of those street angels, aren't you? You walk around at little, night. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also well, you gym, get a bit too I? involved there, don't you? He'll be at the gym. What, yeah. the kids? No, 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 no. no I just <laughs> Quash that rumour straight away, thank you. Yeah, striding nude around the streets of London <laughs> with orphans hanging off his erect penis. It'll be carnage <laughs> for us all. He wouldn't oh. do that because he's noble. He's noble. Indeed. And talking of noble, are you planning... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking oh, of noble... He's a natural. Oh, aren't you planning on being sort of... What's it when they make someone a saint? What's that called? Pontification or something? Pass. All right. Well, you're noble. Find it out. Talk to the... Because you, you're good friends with the Pope, aren't you? You play cricket with him. And Mother Teresa, you're always playing the spoons together. No. No? Oh. <laughs> I heard she's a goer anymore. on them spoons. Actually, <laughs> no, she doesn't own spoons. She just owned a bowl. Mm. One, you know, she's dead now. I worry about what goes on in your head sometimes, Liam. Mother <laughs> Teresa, she's <laughs> always in there with her bowl. <laughs> zooming around. She's like, you know you, get those, you know you get those penny machines where you put a penny in and the penny spins round until you donate to charity? Yes. Which I think is cruel because it's making your donation take longer to reach charity, which is cruel, <laughs> really. If you had to like ring a phone line and go around a chain of people, it'd be bad. But yeah, that's what her bowl's like. Like she's just spinning a coin around it. What were we even talking about? Anyway. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Getting back to Noble things. Seamless link from I've, Jeff Cam. <laughs> I've heard a rumour that you may possibly be doing a skydive. Yep, I'm going to take some sky and dive with it. This has Why got, does everyone this look has shocked? This has got disaster in all over it. Why? I'd well, be good. Wasn't it last essentially, it's just falling over, but taking a long time well. from the initial decision to fall well. to hitting the ground. You're essentially jumping out of a perfectly good plane with just like a napkin tied to your back. A napkin. Oh, a napkin. A large and, napkin. And another person, if you do yeah, it even, Yeah, even more weight to pull you down. Because it's, it's yeah. fine. It's Why are you much. trying to scare me out of it? No, I'm no, not trying fine. to scare you out You just of said it. I'm going to jump out of a plane with a napkin. You might not. No, I, I might not. What, might not have a napkin? <laughs> the plane might well, never make it up. Oh, God. But at least they have a napkin. Yeah. The good thing is that no point will you be in complete control. 
Yeah, that, that is very ah, reassuring yes. to everyone. It won't, be, it won't be down to you to press the button that mm. saves your life. And you won't be flying the plane. No. Because no. you have mentioned before about getting flying lessons. And yeah. As soon as you said that to me, I was just absolutely horrified. I have realised there's a lot of checks and procedure involved in flying, yeah. and maybe it's yeah. not. Because I just sort of imagined it being like Airwolf. Yeah, no, it's, you had to be quite sane. Uh, well, what are you saying? I'm not sane. <laughs> well, no, okay. I think know. that's quite a big claim. I'm just a bit lazy in well, my approach say, to actually, detail. Noble Jeff's done a skydive, haven't you? I have. And yeah. he's Jeff, still alive. charity? It was. Of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> it was the most terrifying thing I've ever done. Oh. Which bit was terrifying? All of it. Going up or coming down? Uh, I'm afraid of heights, so oh. ah. all of it. I think I'm all right with heights. And at that point, I'd never been in a plane before. So I went in a plane. So the first time I got in a plane, I jumped out of it. <laughs> <laughs> was it that bad? Was it meant to be a skydive? Or well, were you on, going on holiday and you just thought, ah, I can't do it. And you just well, hopped out of the Boeing 747, depressurised the cabin. Well, I didn't have much choice. What? But jumping out because why? Had you been rowdy? <laughs> no. Had you been kick, drinking? Kick Had you off. roamed around business class like a lord, like a Caesar? <laughs> well, I demand a GNT. Because obviously they don't just let you randomly jump out of a plane on your own. You do, no, you I think there's procedure. Yeah, you, you do it in tandem. <laughs> on a tandem? How'd you get a bike? <laughs> That'd be brilliant. <laughs> in tandem right. with a fully qualified skydiver. Mm. So what they do is they essentially strap you to him. And then you cross your arms, you put your head on his shoulder so that you don't whack heads when you jump out of the plane. Okay, so that, that I've would, done that bit that of Kama would... Sutra as well. <laughs> and then basically you lift your legs off the floor. I've that, done that one as well. At that point, they're Crouching holding... tiger, hidden lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's amazing where your... you can hide a lettuce, oh. leaves and all. <laughs> they, they are holding your complete body weight at this point and then they stand on the door of the plane and you are hanging out of it at that point. Yeah, but you're going to jump anyway, aren't you? Yeah, but it's, you've got no control over it, so you can't back out. I was terrified, and I'm just, I was just hanging out of this plane thinking, oh dear. And then he, was, he said, right, we'll go on three, and then jumped. <laughs> so, that's probably uh, best, because you wouldn't have made it to three by the sound no, of it. You'd no. have got to two and, like, cried. I, I think that's most terrifying. But as you were falling, did it feel nice? It is amazing. So it is an I exhilarating rush? That, yes. It's the biggest adrenaline rush I've ever had. Okay. But I was terrified as well. And what's it like when you land? Well, fine. I mean, you, I mean, did you, you bruise yourself? Did it? Was no, it bumpy? No, 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 no. Obviously, these are professionals, so they talk to you beforehand how you're going to land. Mm. I mean, it sounds odd, but it's quite a lot of different ways you can land. There was three, well, there badly, were, very badly, no. <laughs> awfully. <laughs> there, there were three, or they never find the pieces. <laughs> there were three of us that jumped, and only two um, of you were found. <laughs> <laughs> and then one couple landed running. Okay. Well, like, you know, but they swooped in and then just sort of. Well, why not combine running. two sports? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, there was another. The other couple landed basically on their bums and slid along the floor. Oh. And then mine was very dull in that we just landed on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just went plonk. Oh, well, well I don't think when landing a parachute, I think dull is a good thing yeah, to aim dull for. Dull would be yeah. a good outcome because the think. sort of excitement you'd get around landing would be probably bad. Mm. Like the exciting landings would be where you die. But I think I'll be good at a skydive because, like you say, I'm not in control at any point. No, I'm, no. I'm literally, literally, I'm wearing a person as a backpack who yes. sorts me, makes sure I'm in the right direction, everything. All I've got to do is just hang there. You just mm. have to do what you're told. And then gravity does most of the work and then someone yes. pulls the cord. Yeah. So actually, it may be the perfect sport for me. It could be. And are you afraid of heights? Uh, I'll find out when I do it. Oh. Well, oh, we'll oh, definitely come along and watch it. But as we'll come and cover Is it a good spectator sport, though? No. Because essentially you just well, no. see... A dot in the sky. Not really, but we'd come and support you. Really? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Moral support. Definitely. Well, well you it could... actually depends where it is. How much moral support could you give me from the ground if I'm up in a plane? Well, would it help? By you shouting that... up to me? <laughs> Liam, <laughs> you're doing all right! 
We'll hold a big blanket just in case anything goes wrong. This isn't like a circus. It's not like a scene from Dumbo. <laughs> we're like, ooh, ooh, running from side to side with like giant shoes and silly hair. So, all right. Well, I am maybe doing a... Well, no, I probably will do it actually because it's yeah. going to be like a, a reduced price and I think reduced you've got... Price. And actually, genuinely, skydiving is one of those kind of things that you should do once before you die. Definitely. Don't do it I'll... after you die because no, it'll just be awkward for the person strapped to you. <laughs> um, should someone not do something about this corpse? I don't want to be a... Be a spoil sport. I mean, I like a laugh as much as the next man. Imagine jumping out of a corpse stretch to you. Yeah, I don't think that's ever happened. Really? Well, I wouldn't imagine so. So what if you have a corpse in a plane you need to get rid of it? Do you just well, you throw wouldn't it out? Have, I wouldn't tie it to someone else and then throw them out as well. Well, they need to make sure it landed in the right place. But the only way it can happen, I suppose, is if they jumped jump out, out and they had a heart attack yeah. while they were doing it. Ah. At what point does a dead person become a corpse? Well, as soon as they're dead. Oh, but isn't there like a period you go through? You don't just well, go from living period? to corpse. I think you're like well, you go from a person, to dead, don't you? and then you're recently deceased. I think we're labouring, and the then you're a cadaver, <laughs> and then you're a corpse. If you're dead, you're dead. I don't think yeah, you're bothered I mean... about whether you're a corpse <laughs> or whether you're just dead. Well, I think these things matter. I think we should probably play a song. Well, yeah. Okay, skydiving, <laughs> brilliant, do it. Okay, okay. Well, that's the word from Noble Jeff. <laughs> All right, and Mr. Swan wants us to play a song. Well, no, I'm just, you know, in my role as Mr. North. Yeah, you've today. taken to the role. Uh, I you... think it was probably getting on for that time. Because well, we... you, you do seem a bit calmer and settled in the role. Now, at first, you were sort of, you know, grabbing well, at buttons like a man. I was finding like my way around. I didn't know what any of them do. I, I still don't, to be honest. But everything's going well. You seem I mean, more relaxed. I tell you what, you, you were like this, Liam. Oh, During well. that last five minutes, there was actually a huge technical error, and I was completely lost. But did I show it? No, I didn't. What was the technical error? I'm not going to tell you. It was so seamless. Are we still recording? It'll be on the video. (laughs) What happened? No, you don't need to know. But But is it something that's really bad? No, no, it's fine. Will the listeners have noticed? No, they won't have noticed. Really? My landlady noticed. Really? Didn't I deal with it well? Yes, there we are. Okay, all right. Well, I look forward to hearing about that. So we play the next song. What should we play next? Uh, what did I promise the listeners? Cardinals. We're going to play Cardinals. Yes. Because I went to see them this week as well in Southampton, and uh, they were really good. I've not seen them live before. You and Mr. North have seen them live. We have, yes. When you snuck over to that gig and you um, yeah, saw them. Yeah, that was them. our first. The common were there. Yeah. And um, Apollo's Arrows. Yeah, well yes. remembered. Yeah, At the very Hamptons, good. wasn't it? At the Hamptons, it yeah. Was, yeah, that was our first trip out just without you, really. Yeah, it was a bit scary, but you made it back in one piece, yeah, we and did Mr. One. North didn't upset anyone. No, we did fine, we did fine. Good. Yeah, so I went to see them this week to catch up with my fellow co-hosts, and they were brilliant. They played, um, oh, I can't remember where they played, actually, but it was a probably, and it's not, you don't need to know, because it's not like you can go back in time, unless you are Marty McFly, and if you do listen, then great scut! This is Cardinals! <laughs> Walking into
Numbers there by Cardinals, and it's a really good song. And if you want to listen to a bit more of them, you'll go and find them at myspace.com slash UK. And I advise that you do, because like I say, seeing them live... They are time, good. They're very good. Yeah, well, you've seen them. You can comment I on know. that. I did. Yep, and I actually had a photograph taken with a lead singer, and I felt a little bit, you know, like I was hobnobbing with the stars. <laughs> That's the life that we But he's really tiny, the singer. And in the photo, I look like a giant, like, looming over him, and <laughs> like he's under duress or something. But don't worry about that. And we forgot to talk about something in the previous section now that we were talking about the giant mcdonald's testicle yes yeah we did research during little miss higgins that he's called grimace yes grimace. and then oh, yes. and i got a picture on my phone and everyone went oh yeah of course grimace but in between researching that and then 30 seconds later we went back on air we totally forgot that we were going to mention it so <laughs> if, thank you for staying there and thanks for bearing with us that was the answer to that and also some vile crime has happened during that song i had some bread and butter pudding oh dear yes well <laughs> you may look guilty my son no, and when no. i went to get my bread and butter pudding it had gone where is my bread and butter pudding and was it nice (laughs) because i think jeffrey hillman may have eaten it i promise you i did not eat it it is in the kitchen what so you just so that's even worse no 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 you just moved it to unsettle me i now think i've got dementia because everyone's like oh what bread and butter pudding (laughs) why are my shoes in the fridge i went to visit the lavatory and i I don't want that bread and butter pudding now son And the landlord asked if I'd like to take it with me to get rid of what, it. What, to the toilet? No. <laughs> oh, Just no. take it on a walk no, around. To... <laughs> <laughs> get... Show it the new place. Oh, I do feel like Mr North now. Just bumbling <laughs> Brilliant. Through. Have you got anything good to eat in the toilet? Nah, take a bread and butter pudding. <laughs> see if you can see the face of Jesus in it or something. <laughs> Did you see the face of Jesus? No. Because you're noble and that's what you do. You sort of find faces of people in <laughs> a variety of cake. That's no. what he was doing at McDonald's, actually. He was really? buying. He kept I'd buying really? chicken nuggets until he eventually found one. No? No, no sorry. Oh, all right. Don't well, buy it. He is noble, though, Jeff. I know Probably, he's noble. Yeah, he's just, he's just stole my bread and butter pudding for no reason yeah, other than someone noble. told him to. A mute landlord, a mute <laughs> landlord, who, bear in mind, cannot talk. This is the very definition of being mute. Told you, apparently, to take it. That's one a of my gifts. A mute landlord. That's one of my gifts. What, what, you could, what does it mean? Ah, understand mute. Did you cure, I bet you cured his muteness. I did, you just stroked his head. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he burst forth with opera. <laughs> Time to say and goodbye. And the first thing he said was, get rid of that bread and butter. Yeah, <laughs> after all these years of saying nothing. That's all he wanted to to say <laughs> and now he's mute again you gave him a voice for one day that's all he had to say but that was properly nice and something else I was going to mention to you lot as well that may have escaped my memory because my bread and butter pudding's gone and now I do really feel like I've got the onset of dementia I can't remember what I was going to say should we just do the news yeah let's do yeah, it it's time for so. the news here is the news jingle This is the news. 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 It's the news! Right, this is the news, like we always do. For new listeners, what we do is we read three headlines and then we pick which one we like the sound of. Okay, so the three headlines today and they're good ones. Ah! Wig snag may limit blonde ambition. Skateboarding dog faces Asbo. And finally, evil dictator Trump cards probed. I, I think there's only one there that we all want to hear, really. I think it's got to be for Mr. North, the dictator yeah. one. 
Yeah. Feel like, feel like this. Seeing as we've lost our own dictator. Feel all... like we're closer to him now. Now, are you ready to read the story, Mr. Swan? Because you were sort of navigating a rhubarb and custard suite a minute ago. It's, I've triumphed. You've triumphed. Fully navigated. Fully swallowed. Mouth on. Fully cleared. Yeah, absolutely. Palette cleared. Palette How cleared. was it? It was lovely. Yeah. Very nice. That was supplied by our landlord and landlady. Yeah, Thank with their sweet much. cupboard. Sweet cupboard. What Brilliant. we used to get. Because when Mr. North lived here, his cupboards were always bare, weren't they? He just had a bag of pasta yeah. and like... What else? Bran flakes, and just in case you came there. It, yeah, you knew we were Very coming. minimalist, wasn't it? Yeah, and now there's well, sweets. some could say. Scratch bakery happening here. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Oh. There was so much beer before, you had no room for food. Ah, yeah, true, it, was, true. it was all there. drink. <laughs> it was all drink. Now we've got solids to eat, and I think it's going to make us all a lot healthier. But Mr Swan, tell us about Dictator Top Trumps. Here we go. Woo! Evil Dictator Trump Cards Probe. A Top Trump-style game featuring the world's most evil dictators is being studied by prosecutors in Germany under the country's anti-Nazi laws. The game, Blitz Trump, features tyrants including Adolf Hitler, Uganda's Idi Amin... China's Chairman Mao, Iraq Saddam Hussein, North Korea's Kim Jong-il, and our very own Mr. North. <laughs> it, went, it went on a show at the annual playing cards fair this weekend in Nuremberg, where Hitler's National Society party rose to power. Players can win on six statistics, like how many people their dictator killed and how much money he made from his period in power. Hitler is awarded a special blitz status that beats every other card in the pack because of his global atrocities in the Second World War. But creator Jürgen Gittel has accused Jürgen Gittel <laughs> has accused various critics of having no sense of humour. Our approach is to address the evil atrocities in the world with a bit of humour. We are not neo-Nazis. We call the dictators evil of humanity. We do not glorify what they have done. He explained. Wow. What do we make of that? So, well, Jeff, that must outrage you. Oh, it does a little bit. And <laughs> more importantly, <laughs> where's my phone? Yes, that's far more important than what's actually it's going on on the show. Your dementia. It is, isn't it? Has it gone with the bread and butter pudding? <laughs> <laughs> How much stuff did you take out, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even know. We're notice missing it. some chairs and all that sorts of stuff. Sort of in fact, that's where Mr. North's really gone. <laughs> you carted him off in a wheelbarrow and exchanged him for magic beans, <laughs> which grew you a tree of vodka. Yeah, but back to where is my phone, though? On a serious note, I've only been in one spot for the last hour. Where is it? Well, it's not here. So, this is the great... If you know where my phone is, email me. <laughs> Liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Yeah, but we won't be able to get it because you haven't got your phone to look at the emails. Oh, no, yeah. has got a new laptop. Uh, ah, yeah, uh, I've got that new laptop. But anyway, back to your top trumps of dictators. Yes. It's bad. Very, Very bad. bad. I bet North's got his ordered already. Bet- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we found the story. One for the We looked through up. his internet history. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, he's going to be no. mad listening to this now. No, I think he'll like it, because we'll like that we still remember who he is. Yeah, but we're well, not remembering him in the nicest way, are we? Yeah, well, actually, while we're on air, a picture has just popped up on a well-known social networking site, yeah. right? And literally, a picture that he's just posted of him stood in those bunkers. Whilst we're on air, that has popped up. Well, brandishing so, his top trumps. Yeah, brandishing his top trumps. <laughs> Wearing his shirt that I brought him. He said actually he's too scared to wear that. Is he actually? Yeah, he said apparently they've got a liberation day coming up soon. The island has a liberation day oh, and he's okay. going to wear it on I that bet day. He's going to keep a low profile. Yeah, because <laughs> as a leaving gift for him, I got him a shirt. It was a khaki green shirt and had a picture of Hitler on and a picture of Churchill. Churchill giving the peace sign and Hitler giving the flat salute and it just said scissors beats paper. And he yeah. was quite happy with it, wasn't he? He loved it. But he's obviously not found the courage to wear it yet. No, oh, that's a shame. I think he should yeah. do that. So yeah, top trumps are bad. Yeah. Not all top trumps. Well, they did, is Colonel Gaddafi on there? Uh, I would imagine he is. It doesn't say he is. Because he's been, his ratings would go up. Because yeah, he's been up to up. all sorts of terrible yeah. things. We don't endorse that. 
No. And other dictators are available, but like... <laughs> yes, I mean, I so, yeah. Do you think that's where North has actually gone? <laughs> what, to Libya? To Libya. To Colonel, sort of... Colonel Gaddafi put out the call. <laughs> yeah. And he's responded. Come on, lads, we need all the help we can get. <laughs> Anyone who likes to... F- Probably, I wouldn't put it past him, no. to be honest. He did pack a very big suitcase. <laughs> and most of it was weaponry now. And a camel. I, yeah. I did <laughs> question that at the time, but he said it was for me. Oh, anyway. Um, is it time for a poem now? It should be, yes. It should be, and it is. But there is a slight problem. Okay. As this has been a transitional period, and I've had a lot of stress today buying a laptop. That was yesterday. Yeah, but I had to get it out of the box today. Oh, okay, understandable, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I haven't actually written a poem, so I don't know what we're going to do about it, because we've never not had a poem. Well, you could ad lib. I could ad lib a poem. That's dangerous, that's very dangerous. I think we should give it a go. Well, I say we, you. Well, how about, how about then, Noble Jeff just gives you a random topic and you have to come up with something. This will test how, how good Hang he on. is. Because he got, likes to I come got... across as all sort of smart and... You know, <laughs> he likes boolean. to come across <laughs> as all <laughs> smart. <laughs> how about the removal of big tasties? Oh, well, that's a subject close to my heart. Specific. Yeah. So it could be a, a remorseful poem. Okay, so how I've that, got on the spot. Hang on, hang on. Do I have to start the poem music, or is it not worth it? Because this is going to be start the poem music. Okay, and at least if, if it all goes wrong, at least we've got some nice music playing. Okay, so I've got to try and think of a poem about the big tasty. Okay, here we go. Okay, I like to call this poem the big tasty. So first time I've ever had a proper name for a poem yeah. since I haven't got the poem. Okay, it's gone. It's gone. I feel forlorn. I went to the drive-thru and I was left as sad as glue. My car went through. Oh no, I said. I feel not alive. Inside I'm dead. Get one for me, I shouted without glee to the woman through the window, that wretched hoe. But no, I said. I won't have your quarter pounder with cheese. And she wept and she wept as I fell to my knees. And so in that moment, an anger was born. But that's okay, because I left forlorn. Oh, well, that was actually not bad. That's Alive great. and unrehearsed. <laughs> Liam Barton, there can be only one. I think a round of applause for that, perhaps in the basement. Yeah. Right, listening back, it won't be as good. No, no, not at all. But, but in the moment, it was good. It was, a, it was a constant feeling that it might go wrong. That was nice. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> was it nice? Yes, that was nice. So maybe I'll start doing that now because it saves me writing the poems before the show. Um, I don't know about that. If you liked that poem, email liam at voiceinthebasementpodcast.com. If you didn't like that poem, don't bother telling me because I don't... <laughs> You know, I'm tired of having to peruse through the death threats. If if I have to ignore more hate mail, I have to ignore my own mother. But on that bombshell, uh, (laughs) find out more about us at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Email us at the aforementioned address. We're also on Twitter, bitbuckpodcast. And also Mr. Swan's on Twitter, MikeSwan70, because he couldn't quite make 69. And that was not just last night, that was in general. (laughs) I'm on Twitter, Partonian. Mr. North is on Twitter, but essentially he's gone to an island where nothing happens. And he's quite (laughs) dull anyway. So his Twitters will eventually just be about grass uh, and also Jeff are you on Twitter no Jeff isn't on Twitter but go to Twitter and just for the hell of it find <laughs> someone called Jeff and follow them and see if they do anything noble because we now have a Jeff cam so we need to round up the Jeffs for some sort of slaughter and by slaughter I mean filming so it's been a good show you have been fantastic listeners we've been great hosts Jeff has been a great guest host yes thank, thank you, you Jeff much. has thank it been you. nice to be here it has been nice bit good Nerve-wracking? Yeah. Well, that's just anyone who spends time with me finds that. <laughs> I'm just like that. Although people say it's fun because they feel like they can act like a child. Who who said that? Uh, my ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. Okay, know? well, Because I brought her some sweets. Yeah. That's the end of the story. Oh, right, okay, brilliant. <laughs> I don't know where you thought that Excellent. could go. No, true, and actually, she's yeah. coming on the show soon because she's a fairy and she's coming on to talk about being a fairy and she's going to bring some of her, like... 
Really? Yeah, in, endowed That wouldn't fairy. have worked for people on who are listening to this. These but... fairy people dress provocatively and in a liberating way, and they are very elegant and beautiful, and we're going to fill the basement with them. And actually, I've got to ring that pole dance woman, because I've got her number today. Yes. We've so, promised that about ten shows ago. Yeah, but we're, we're waiting until Mr North went, because we can't have women in here when he's... No, you're right, yeah. Because next show, we've got Stevie coming on. In two weeks' time, we've got Stevie yes. from Yeah Magazine. And and, but mostly Stevie, because Stevie's course, a yeah. girl, yeah. and I like girls, and Eri comes on all the time. But Stevie and Eri, editors of, yeah, sorry about that, I had what can only be described as a seizure. They come on the show next time to talk about Yeah Magazine and also all their projects. Ismar is coming to visit us next weekend, and he's going to hopefully record an interview for the show. We actually have properly a lot going on, don't we? Yeah, we do. It's a we shame will, we didn't we realise until show. two minutes before we end the show. <laughs> There's actually loads to talk about. But it's time for us to say goodbye. Thank you very much for listening. It's been a treat. The first show about Mr North, episode 20, is a new beginning. So, we have been the boys, this has been the basement, you have been the listener. Goodbye! Goodbye.